So today's staff is Ted Zion, and we have now moved on from the discussion about how a woman is acquired or acquires herself, and how a Yavama, which is a similar type of a scenario, and we've moved on to other a- other acquisitions, and this is the, really the parak about Kinyanim, and we so we go down first between slowly we're getting to like you know inanimate objects, but still we're on people. So we go from the Kinyan of a woman, which is marriage, which as we've discussed might have evolved from something that's more Kinyan-based to something that's more about, you know, about status-based. Um, then we get to the Kinyan related to a Jewish slave, Evan Ivri, um, which is not owning the person as property, but owning the rights to their labor. And then we're going to move on to Evet Knani, which is owning the person as property, although, again, the sort of innovation of the Torah is that the person, even though the slave even though his property, is also still recognized as a human being. Um, and that's, you know, we'll, we'll get to that, but that's like, again, you know, a sadly something that was a tr- tremendous chiddush in the ancient world. And then we slowly move on to animals, and then finally to inanimate objects, and so on. Okay, so we're still here, people, and people who are not really a full ownership, evidently, which is owning them for their for their labor. Um, and how is that done? So the first one mentioned in the Mishnah was Kesef. Um, the Gemara sort of just figured out how we learned that. It's interesting that one of the basis of that might be, you know, the whole issue about Kiddushin. Again, the comparison about Kiddushin and Avdus and so on. Anyway, different places that was learned from. And now we move on to Shtar. So it's Tetzayin uh, Amadalif, five lines from the top, Ubi Shtar. Minolan, where is this from? Amar Ula Amar Kra, Imacheres Yikachlo. So this is, again, this is, um, by the Amma Ivriya, and a father sells his daughter as a slave, and then there's the option of marrying her. If the master marries her, it says, and then he takes another wife, Sheirak Sustavo Natalo Yigra. He cannot minimize the rightly wifely due of the first wife, even though the first wife, he might treat her in a, le- you know, with less status. He, originally she was a slave, presumably she came from the lower classes, um, because, you know, the father sold her into slavery. The other woman maybe was a woman of his own status, and so on. The Torah says, even so, you must continue to treat the first wife with all of her due, the obligations that we learn out to vote of a husband to wife, and so on. Okay, so what do we have from that, though? So it links the acquisition of this woman as a slave, which was originally purchased, to now he's taking a wife. So, again, we're going to make the comparison of the sale of a girl as a slave to marriage. So, ma'acheres, ma'kanya b'shtar, the same way if he's marrying a woman as a wife, a second wife, he can do it through a shtar. Now, of course, the question is, uh, how do you know that? Like, maybe the second wife he married was Kesef. Maybe the second wife he married was Bia. Okay, although you could say, maybe the apostle wouldn't have had to tell me Kesef, I already know Kesef. Anyway, let's see what the Gemara says. If you say that the star for a Jewish slave um, for a for a girl um, is the uh, that that the master writes it, then it's a good comparison. But if the father writes it, what can you say? Which means, okay, who is writing? I am purchasing Michael's. Uh, you know, a five-year-old daughter. You have a, how old is your daughter, Michael? Well, my youngest one is eight. Okay, eight. Excellent. We got four years of service from her. <laughs> I am purchasing Michael's eight-year-old daughter. Okay, now, do I write a star and say, Okay, and give it to Michael? 
Or does Michael write a star and write Bitim Chura Lecha and give it... a general question, right? You buy my car. Right. Now, when you write a star for Karka, for land, the Moche writes it. It's Sedin Chura Lecha. The Moche writes it. And if you think about it, the reason is because if all a star was was some instrument to exact, to to effect the transaction, then logically it could go in either direction. But a star also can serve, and often we write would serve, as proof. Who needs proof that the sale took place, the purchaser, not the seller. So, and so normally, the person selling the land writes sadin mechura lecha. So, if that were the analogy here, Michael would write to me biti mechura lecha. Okay, but if the comparison is to kiddushin, by kiddushin, it's the man who writes hareat mikudeshetli. So, and if I were marrying Michael's daughter, I would write hare bitcha mikudeshetli. So, if I'm buying Michael's daughter as a slave, I'm going to write hare. Just be sure to pay tuition bills. Okay. <laughs> Deal. Okay. <laughs> then I don't have to pay you anything. That's very better. Anyway, fine. Okay, so that's the question, which is a really good question, right? Which gets to this issue that we're learning it out from marriage, right? So the marriage-slave comparison, but also if the slave is something that much more evokes sale of a, pers- a property and therefore it would be the seller not the buyer that would do it okay because we got a little double stuff there oh my god thank you okay so which way does it work so if we're going to say the basis of learning out Mechiras uh, Shtar by an Eved is learned from Kiddushay Isha that only works if it's the same person writing the star, if the master is writing the star the same way the husband writes, you know, you know, writes the star kedushin. But if it is the father writing the star, which is more the model of normal sale of property, then it obviously cannot be learned out from the air from the category of kedusha isha. So which is it? So the Gemara says like this: Hanicha. Uh, if the master writes it then I get it that's compar- com- comparable to Isha. the husband writes the star the master who's taking the girl in writes the star but if it's the father who writes it because it's more like the sale of property then you cannot learn it out from Isha. it's clearly the model is the sale of property model not the Isha model the Itmar now we, let's, te- let's, let's teach about this debate Star, uh, star, Amivria, the star for buying a Jewish slave woman. Nikosa, who writes it? Rav Huna Amar Adon Kosvo, the master writes it. Rav Chiza Amar Av Kosvo, the father writes it. So Ha Nicha Rav Huna, according to Rav Huna, that the father, that that the master writes it, that's comparable to Star Kedushin. What could you say? So it's clearly more based on the idea of sale of property, and therefore it's not learned out from Kiddusha Isha. So what is the basis that uh, that Evan Ivri or Amayvriya is a star? So Amar Avachabar Yaakov Amar Kra, the verse says, Lo to Avadim, that when the girl goes free, she shall not go free like slaves go free. Now what that means is, it's not just limited to the girl, the way Chazal understand the meaning of that Pasuk is that a non-Jewish slave, how does a non-Jewish slave go free? Well, what's the classic way in the Torah that a non-Jewish slave goes free? 
When you strike out a, an eye, right? When you poke out an eye or smack oh, out a tooth, okay? That's the case when, because otherwise, you know, the Torah doesn't really discuss it. The Torah basically talks about passing the slave down. It doesn't talk about a non slave going free, about an Evitanani going free. So, um, so the Gemara understands that when the Torah says by a Jewish slave, it isn't a slave girl, but the Gemara understands that it doesn't matter slave, you know, whether it's a, whether it's a man or a woman. It says not go free like slaves go free means they don't go sl- free if the master knocks out an eye. They do not, what? Maybe, how do you know it's ever The Pesach over there, by, well, we can talk about that, but, um, but it, it's clear from, okay, you know, let's just assume that for now, okay, so, but, um, but it, you're right, it's a good question, anytime the Torah talks about Eved, which type of Eved is it talking about, but for now, let's assume that, so the Torah, so the Torah so understands, means that Jewish slaves, Eved Ivri, or Amayvriya, do not go free when, if, if the master knocks out an eye. Now, I just want to pause for a moment and speak about the question that this seems unjust, right? I mean, here you have, like, this terrible thing, loss of an eye, and, you know, if even a non-Jewish slave who's fully owned goes free, like, how could it be that a Jewish slave should not go free on the basis of that? But there's an important... because, but the, and the answer is yes, yeah, true. They don't go free. But what do the, what does happen as a result of the master knocking out the eye? Can anybody imagine? You have to pay. So if you imagine that the damages are quite substantial, they're so substantial that even somebody who is owned in perpetuity, a non-Jewish slave, goes out as a result of it. So if this person is a Jewish slave, would they rather save themselves three years of service and not get any compensation for the eye, or would they rather continue their three, you know, whatever's left of their service, three years, four years, five years, but get the significant compensation for the eye. So the, presumably, that's the explanation of why they don't. And once they get compensated for the eye, they could use them, some of that money to buy back their own freedom. Okay? But that's, anyway, so, but that's the halacha that lote tekete tavadi. Now, what does it have to do with the fact that an ama ivriya is purchased by a star? So, the drush is the following. Lote tekete tavadim avadim. She doesn't go out like slaves go out, but she gets purchased like slaves get purchased. And one of the ways a slave, meaning a non-Jewish slave, and if it's Kanani, which is treated really like property, what is the way that gets purchased? By a star, because actually an Evit Kanani is purchased the same way land is purchased. Star, Kesef, and Chazaka. Okay? Now, so therefore, if the Drusha is, she doesn't go free like an Evit Kanani, but she gets but she gets purchased like an Evit Kanani, Kesef we don't need to teach me, that we already know from yesterday's staff. So, it's teaching me that she's purchased with a star. But the Gemara says, well, wait, there's the third possibility. The Gemara says, um, maybe purchased like a slave with Chazaka. Those are the three. Kesef, Shar, and Chazaka. Kesef, we're not talking about that, we know. But maybe it's telling me that you can purchase an Amivi with Chazaka. Now, what's Chazaka? So, an Chazaka is a way of basically showing mastery over something. Taking, you could say it's taking possession, but it's taking possession through showing mastery. By land, it is through actually, interestingly, it's by improving the land. Um, it's about, let's say, I basically go and I fix some breach in the wall, okay? Um, by, um, by an, a slave, it's by having the slave do a service to me. If I basically get the slave to, I don't know, you know, tie my shoe, put on my coat for me, or something like that, that's the chazak. I've taken well, possession like of the it. Collar on them? What? The collar? You know, like a slave, like a slave. No, because you're right. I mean, so you're right. It it it's show, it's not just showing mastery of any sign of mastery. It's showing mastery through like 
you know, through some type of an interaction with the object. Now, what's interesting is, is that why is it that by land, there's actually a debate, what if by land, rather I, than me improving the land, I got something from the land. I did, you said go by your, I brought your whole land here, I went over to your apple tree and I picked an apple. Okay? So you would think that's logical, that's similar to having the slave serve me, right? So it's interesting that that's not as obvious. There is a little bit of a lack of symmetry there between the chazak of the slave and the chazak of, of the land. I should say, by the way, I should also mention, I think I mentioned at the beginning, that you have Kesef Star and Chazaka by land and Kesef Star and Chazaka by, by, non, by, by, by Evet Kanani, and you have Kesef Star and Bia right by the case by you know by you know by Kedusha Isha. So some want to say that maybe that's similar in the sense of like whether it's master you know some whatever. So getting back to that whole Kenyan model is that some way of seeing of showing mastery? Obviously, I'd rather not look at Bia that way, but it's worth pointing out the uh, you know the parallels. Yes. Right. Right. Exactly. Say the bia is an incentive of improving. <laughs> you're giving her something. Right. 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 So you know you can make some of the. I understand. Those are interesting types of comparisons to make. Right. Or you could try to define it less about mastery and more about receiving benefit, which again works by the slave and by the isha. You know, but it doesn't work exactly by the land. Anyway, what is noticeable is although you have kesef shan chazaka kesef shan chazaka, and even by the case of the woman, however we understand bia kesef shan bia, by the evan ivri, you only have Kesef and Star. You don't have a parallel to Chazaka. You only have two. You don't have three. So we're going to see that in a minute, but I guess I'll, I'll, I'll ruin the end for you and I'll tell you that that probably is because that Davka, to show that Evid Ivri is not about owning the person as property, right? So if we assume that Bia is not intended as a parallel to Chazaka, Bia is about just, you know, the, the coming together of husband and wife, you know, the fundamental, like, uh, you know, partnership that is created through the marriage and the intimacy, then we do not see that parallel then what we have what we have limited to is an idea of chazaka is a full sense of possession to possess is to totally like take you know control over that object and that does not exist by Evan Ivory Evan Ivory you have rights to their labor but we don't have which you know you can understand you buy the rights with money you can understand that you write a star that shows that you're entitled to those rights and so on it's a type of a contract but we don't have chazaka which is much more about possession but the question is how do we know that if we're making a comparison to Evan Kanani how do we know to say it means yes star but no chazaka let's just see the answer okay the aim let's say um, maybe she should be acquired with chazaka no this is by Evakinani. you should bequeath them to your children after you which again really underscores them as property they are bequeathed to the next generation okay there with chazaka and not something else now again, where do you see Chazaka there? But Rashi exactly makes this point. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says, it's about ten lines down in the narrow lines, Rashi says, like, 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 it says, I think they at the end of the Pasuk. So they are an achuza, a possession, okay? Uh, um, uh, you know, so, 
below Acher. So Rashi really underscores the idea no slave, Eved Knani is like a possession, and therefore Chazaka, which is about taking possession of them, owning it as property, and therefore that's limited to Eved Knani. Okay, so we know that Amaviyah is to some degree linked to slaves, and for that we say it means star, but Dafka we're excluding Chazaka, which is the Kenyan that really sort of, you know, identifies the object as, a, as property and the person as full, full, full owner, full possessor of that property. Yes, Michael, yeah, you have a question? Though, but the Amaviyah, didn't we just say, that let's say he decides to marry, he doesn't need other Kedushim. Right. But let's say, but, but a star. One of the other ways of doing it is with a star. Oh, that's a good question, which is, you know, that's an excellent question. Since we say by Amaviyah, if he wants to marry her, the whole point is about the ability to marry her. We learned before, if there's not an ability to marry her, you can't sell her. Um, they can't sell it to a relative, for example. And we say that the Kesef Mechira becomes Kesef Kedushin. What happens if she's sold by a star? Um, my guess would be that even if the act, you see, there's always two questions, which is, what is the act that affects the, the transaction? And, we, and, and but if I, when you sell to me Karka with a star, the star could affect the transaction. I still have to pay you the money that I owe you. So there's going to be money that changes hands. But your question is, but let's say that money doesn't change hands till later. Like, I owe, I'll owe you the, the money for it, right? And you don't pay me. So for the first year where you have yet to have paid me for my daughter there, there's no Kesef to do yield with. So it's a good question. I mean, I would have said it's the money of payment, even if it's not the money that did the Kenyan. But, but the money of payment might not be right away. So that's a really no, good question. Then, you know, do you need to write a new star? That, that you decide, I know you write a Cuba, but then... Like, what do you recognize exactly? What do you No, no, you well, you have to be Makadish. Oh, you know, it would not be that the star Mechira becomes a star. Because yes, the, no, the star Mechira is too specific. It's, you know, the, the reason that the, the money can change its identity is because, you know, as Gemara says, like, you know, Tivachadhu, like money is money. You right. don't ha- it doesn't have an identity the way star does. It's a really good question. I have to check into that, right? Because money will change hands, but it might not have changed hands yet. So that's a really good point. The other, I think, important question to ask here is can you use a star Mechira? if you're not having somebody else sell you. If somebody is selling themselves, if an Evid Ivri is selling himself, presumably yes. Right? The Mishnah just said Evid Ivri is the star, but you know, but it's a little different, right? If it's a star, if, if I'm selling myself, you know, I would basically say like, Ani Mechura Lecha, you know, or if, you know, or if the, per- or, or if the other that writes the star, you know, he would write, you know, Atak Nuyali or something. It's a little funny, right? But, uh, but you become both the seller and as it were, the object of the sale. And presumably, you know, it's easier to see that as the model of the father and the daughter, but they can get conflated into one person when we have you selling yourself. Okay, let's continue now. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Um, the Ema, we did that. Okay. Umara Ita, okay, the Ema, Otam Bishtar, I'm sorry, just give a line. Oh yeah, I already sort of discussed this. Let's say maybe no. Maybe the point is that you don't sell. You know that slaves. Uh, Eved Kanani is with a star, but not Eved Ivri. Flip it. Eved Ivri is with Chazak, is Chazaka and not a star. So the Gemara says no. Haksiv Tavadim. No, because it's, we learn from Lotei Tavadim that it does have one way in which it um, in which it's parallel to an Eved Kanani. Umaraita. So okay, why did you say it's parallel that it's by, uh, with a star and the difference is not Chazaka? Maybe we should say the reverse. What made you make the split that way? Mistavra star Havilele Rebuye. It makes sense 
that a star of the two, star and chazaka, star should be the one that works by Evid Ivri. Why? Shekin Motsia Bevat Yisrael. Because we have a star working by, uh, by, you know, Jews. Things around sort of, you know, transactions around Jew, a Jew, you know, a Jew as a, where the transact, where the person is sort of the object of the transaction. Where do you have it? You have it by Kiddushin. Now, Tosha says it actually is strange that it mentions Gerishin. It says Motsia Bevat Yisrael. Why didn't it say Machnisa Bevat Yisrael? Which is a more parallel, right? The, 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 you know, the, you know, the husband, as it were, takes possession. Obviously, that's the Kenyan model. And therefore, that's the same parallel. Why does it say Motsia? So it says, yeah, but it's just cause in the Torah, it's more explicit of a star by Git. Gitin is explicit. The star Kiddushin is less explicit. But the point is, is that again, here we're talking about a human being and about a type of a Kenyan around a human being. So we're going to look, that's an unusual reality. And by, uh, and so we're going to look for another model for that and we want to look specifically amongst sort of not the Evid Knani which is recognized as property but a model amongst that amongst like you know other types of Kinyanim by Jews okay so therefore it says well you don't have Chazaka ever working on another person when you're not dealing with Evid Knani but you do have star working so even though there's status aspects there's Kinyan aspects so if you have star working it makes sense that of the two we'll say star is what works by Evid Ivri rather than Chazaka. So the Gemara says, uh, No, I could say the opposite. Chazaka should be the one that should work by Evid Ifri, not Star. Why? Because Chazaka works in places where Star doesn't work. Where does Chazaka work where Star doesn't? So, a, a convert dies and he has no children, so, and he has no relatives because it's Ketino Kenishba, I mean, Ketin Shinolad, so his property is Hesker. So how do you take possession when there's no seller? Of, of land, okay? So you can't do star, and you can't do kesef. But what you can do is chazaka. Okay? So we have a place where chazaka works that star doesn't. So maybe chazaka is the more powerful Kenyan, and it should work by Evid Ivri. So the Gemara says, no. But we've never found it by cases of marriage. Now the funny thing is, but who's talking about marriage? We're talking about Evid Ivri, right? So, right, the Gemara says, like, if we have to choose, we know an Amai Ivri has acquired either with chazaka or with star, one of those two. One of them is like an Evit Kanani. Which one? So Chazak is powerful in some situations where star is not. Maybe we'll go with Chazak. No, no, no. We'd, we'd rather learn out star because star works in cases of Ishus. Now, why is that relevant for Evit Ivri? So you could say one of two things. You could say, well, it's relevant to Ama Ivriya because Ama Ivriya can transform into a case of marriage. Okay, but what I would also like to say is what I've been saying because, you know, you know that, uh, that it works by case of like personal status of people of human beings so we'd rather use a Kenyan of star that we find works about human beings rather than something about chazaka I mean that basically works about by only in regards to property it does work by Evit Kanani but that's because Evit Kanani is treated as property okay so that's of the two we're going to pick star okay so there we have it okay Ibai Seima and if you want I could say Lahachi Ahani Imacheres no that's the combination of the two that the Imacheres Yikachlo right said, we said that that teaches going back remember at the beginning it says that the Kenyan of a of, of an Ama Avriya is like Kenyan of, of a woman is like Kenyan Kiddushin 
Right? Remember the battle at the beginning? So the only question was, well, that's not a good comparison if the, if the different party writes the star. So we say, okay, maybe it wouldn't have worked by itself. But in combination with this other limud that says that one of the kinyanim of slave works by Amaivria, we're going to say, I, I have a feeling that I'm losing everybody. I'm probably, yeah, I mean, I'm probably losing myself. I, right, I understand. You got it, Michael. But let me just here explain this, okay? Um, all right. So basically, we have the idea of Imacheret. Right, itachlo, which basically tells me that it's like that that you're, that it's that it's kona, that the yeah, Evan Ivri or Ami Ivriya is a Kenyan. The Kenyan is like is, is like Kiddushin, okay? Some Kenyan like Kiddushin, okay? That's what we love. In Acheresi Kavlo, it's the same type of a Kenyan of Kiddushin can work for Ama Ivriya, okay? Which means we don't need to know Kesef. Obviously, it's not Bia, so we're left with Star, okay? That's how the Gemara first wanted to say Star, okay? But then it said one minute. That depends who's writing it. There's two models, okay? Here's the father and his daughter, <laughs> okay? And here is the person by it. Who's writing the star? So there's two possibilities. One is he writes BT Kinuya Lacha. Okay? The other one is that he writes writes BT or Mechura Lacha. Let's do that. Mechura Lacha. Okay? And Bitcha Kinuya Li. Okay? Two types of stars that could be written, right? Okay? This, this model is a star mechira. The seller writes a star when he's selling land. This model, I yali, the where the one taking the woman is, this model is a star kedushin. Okay? So, if we learn out a star from Imacheresi Kahlo, that works with the star kedushin model. If you say that it's the master that's writing it. Okay? Because then it's similar to him taking possession of a wife, kingdom of a wife. If it's the father writing it and it's learned, it's more like the field model, then this doesn't learn it out. So where we're going to learn it out from is not here, but we're going to learn it out from Lotetse Kitsei Tavadim, but Nikneis Kikinyan Avadim. Okay? So that's how we're going to learn it out from. And this is Evid Knani, and Evid Knani is like, basically, is like property. Okay? So here, the possession of like property, right, of Evid Knani is a star, which is a star of buying property. Okay? That was the, that was the second approach. But then the question was, one minute though, maybe, maybe the Kenyan that we're telling me works here is not star, but is Chazaka. Why do you prefer to say that the Kenyan that works is Shtar and not the Kenyan of Chazaka. So the Gemara has two answers. One answer is Shtar is the better Kenyan for Evet Ivri because it works the way I'll reinterpret the Gemara. It works on people. It works on a person who's not being treated fully as property. Chazaka only works on property and people that are treated fully as property. Shtar, like we know by Kiddushin and Geoshin, works even on people who are not being treated as property. So that's the one we'd rather apply. And the other answer is, look, we already had from here the idea that a star would work. The only problem was it wasn't an exact comparison, okay? Because the star by Ishus was he was writing, and then the star here is that the father is writing it. But it basically was pointing in that direction that star would work. But we couldn't really fully learn it from here because the comparison wasn't complete. But once we also have this, 
then this is going to tell me that of these two, it's the star that is going to be the one that works and not the chazaka. So that's how they like work in concert. Yeah. That, that one's a That's a classic star mechira because that's talking about Evik Tanani. Okay? So this is a star mechira that the seller writes. Okay? So, I really would have wanted to learn it here, but it would have pointed, but it would have given me the wrong type of star. But once this tells me that it's either star or chazaka, this is going to tell me to pick star. Okay? At the bottom line, the end of the day, what I think is significant is that it is that you don't have the three kesef, star, and chazaka. You only have kesef and star. And I think that's exactly the point the Gemara is making here, that chazaka is about possessing something that's property or as property, and that's not the case here by Evidifri. Okay. It, it is a property example, but of the two, yes, so it is true that it is learned from property. We're going to pick, yes, right, so it has elements of property, but of the two, we're going to pick star and not chazaka, because chazaka is only when something is treated as property, whereas a star has elements like by ishus, hidushin, and get, etc., which extend beyond the simple property model, right? So that's the better one to use for Evidifri. Yeah. Yes. A Bulgaric cannot be a non-Revere or can? Like once a bu- no, cannot. Right. So, right. Um, you know, so it's a little bit banana Kanani. Can someone sell himself into Abdus Kanani? Yes. Abdus, no. A, a, a non-Jew? Yeah. Um, yes, I believe so. Yes. In some ways, it's a little bit uh, not parallel to make any of these comparisons on Revere because she's sold by somebody else. You know, whereas an Everdeeb can, can sell himself. Yeah. Right? I mean, you, you, you mean how do we know that? Wait, wait you asking about Kenyan or Evidivri? How do we know that a, a, a Kenyan that works by Ama Ivria, where the father is selling, works by Evidivri, where the person is selling himself? That's right. a question. Yeah, that is a good question. The Gemara is assuming that. That's also why I pointed that out. I said it's funny that a star. It's one thing for me to write a star, and the seller is not the same as the object that's being sold. It's very, it's, it's weird, a little weird, when the person is both the, the subject selling and writing the star or receiving the star. But the Gemara does assume that. Okay, let's continue. Rav Huna, I lo take your taste of the my darish pay. Rav Huna, that already learns that that Amivria is with a star, and it's like Kedushin, it's the uh, master writes it. What does he need? Lo take your taste You don't need it to teach me that there's a Kenyan that works like a Kenyan avadim. So the Gemara says, no, homi ba'elish sheni yosef roshayvarim keavid to tell me more pshat of the psukim or what chazal understand is pshat that she doesn't go free like an evit kanani or you know an evit evi does not go free if a limb is uh, an eye is poked out or you know a limb is cut off or whatever for Rav Chizda it would obviously agree that that's the basic sense of the Pasuk but don't go out like slaves so why did it say like slaves go out it's an extra word two things number one it doesn't go out if an eye is poked out and number two is doesn't go out um, that the going out isn't like slaves but the coming in is like Evid Kanani and is with a star okay so that's how we know that Evid Ivri and yes Michael's correct that we jumped from you know a, a, a father selling his underage daughter and we assume the same is true about a person selling himself okay so that's how we know about Evid Ivri it's Kesef and Star um, and I have to get back Michael asked a very good question about if it's with a star how does that work with Yud by, uh, by the case of the girl of the Katana okay the Kona is Atmo um, Bishanim Bishanim and gains his own freedom what's the three let's just say the Mishnah a, a slave gains his meaning Bishanim after six years of servitude Biovel if the if the Yovel comes in the middle of those six years Ubigiron Kesev and with paying back the remainder of 
the purchase price. So you're entitled, even if the master doesn't want to agree to it, you have the right to buy back your freedom by doing the prorated purchase price. Okay, so let's go through those. That's pretty clear. Okay, and um, so and if that works by somebody who's let's say a nirtza, right, which is what we assume, somebody who uh, did the whole poking, you know, the whole the, the hole in the ear, and it goes free even by yovel, then certainly somebody who's only working for less time for six years. Um, and although we'll look at that in a minute, kesef and the deducting of the money, meaning pay, paying back the, from the prorated purchase price. So, Amr Chizkiyad, Amr Kral, the verse says, Zehefda, right? It says by the Amr Ivriya. It says, what it says, um, uh, what's the Pasuk? By the Amr Ivriya. Hold on. Yeah. What is it? He did not do yud understand? And also what was not done was he was not redeemed. So that shows you that redemption is a possible as a possible option. That teaches you that you can deduct and do a prorated, exactly how you know prorated from that, you know, is not exactly clear. The Rati says like the means that she somehow is active participant in the redemption, which means that somehow her service deducts from the amount of of the cost of of the of the redemption money. Okay, so you pay back the prorated purchase price and the yotzah and she can go free. So those are the three of the Mishnah. Okay, Tana. Now we're talking to Braisa more than is in the Mishnah. The Konis Atmo Bikesef, Ubishavikesef, first of all, it's not just money, but even the equivalent of money. That's another point. Okay, that's, that's Pidyon, but Pidyon can be even with, you know, not just cash. Okay? Bishava Bishavikesef, Ubishtar. But a new thing also added is star. So the Gemara says, Bishlema Kesef Tichsiv, money it says, Mikesef Miknato. That's how we learn, uh, that's another source of the basis that somebody can pay, pay back their freedom. Okay, it says over there in, um, you know, in Vayikra, which is the other case, that's the case about somebody selling themselves as slaves. It says that, you know, that they, they're redeemed from the money of their, from their purchase money. So that's another source that if somebody can buy back their freedom with, the, you know, based, you know, by paying back the purchase money, from the money of their purchase. Shavakesef Nami, how do we know even if it's not cash? Because it says, Yashiv Gu'ulato, and that same parsha it says, should give, pay back the redemption money. So the general, generic Yashiv, without it mentioning Kesef, cash, silver, right, that shows you that any form of paying back the purchase price. But you can okay? meaning, but, but I can also, also buy it with Shavakesef? Yeah. You know, yeah, okay. Amar So, okay, the Shavakesef So, okay, so one thing the bright to add is Shavakesef, we get what there's, where that's coming from, the Pasuk, and along the way, by the way, we added another source for the idea of Pidyon. Not the Hesda, but the Parsha over there in, um, in uh, Bahar Bukhukosai about about person who sells himself and then buying back his freedom. But where do we know that a star is from? It works. Or what's the scenario of the star? If the Evid basically wrote an IOU to the master and that was uh, and that was the way he brought back his freedom, that's money. Now I have to tell you, I just want to pause here for a moment, that that's not at all obvious that that should work. That's not 
shove a kesef, right? An IOU a thousand dollars is just a you know it, it's not does, there's no intrinsic value to the IOU. It's just saying I have this debt, but no object of value ever changed hands, right? Now I guess what you could say is that it's like the master says, it, let it be like you've paid me back, and now I'm lent you the money, right? So like imagine that that's what happened, and therefore it says if you paid me back. So I understand how it could work, but I wouldn't say it's pshita that it works. There's a chiddush that no money changed hands, and he buys back the freedom. One minute. Um, so, okay, Hainu Kestef, the Gemara says. Ella um, Shichur. So rather, so the case of Shtar that we must be talking is that the master writes a Shtar, and he says, because we're going to see that that works by Nevit Knani. So maybe that's what we're saying, that that works. So the Gemara says, one minute. If that's what we're, that's the star that works. So star Lamali, why do you need a star? You go say in front of two people, witnesses, go, you're free. I, I, I renounce my claim to you. Or say in front of a basin, I renounce my claim to you. Now this is very important. No, you know, the Gemara right now is not interested in what's the Pusuk we learned star from, which is funny, because until now everything had been what's the source. Presumably the Gemara says, maybe you don't need a Pusuk for star, because if I am basically writing in a star, you're free, it's like I am renouncing my claim to you. It's just I have a legal monetary claim to you and I'm renouncing it. You don't need a Pusuk. That's what's happening. But says, but if that's what's happening, why do you need that in a star? Why can't you have a verbal renouncing of a claim? But why would you have to say you have to write something down that works just as well if you just said it? Okay? Because I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm running on a, you know, whatever it is. Am I going to be a place, I'm going to get to produce the witnesses? What? So you get to produce the witnesses? Just to prove, I, why there might be a benefit to the slave to have a star might be true. But fundamentally, it's not it's not an act that works by virtue of a star. It's an act that works just by virtue of the master renouncing his claim. The star, whether you would prefer a star or don't, that's your choice. But it's not a kingian of a star. So why is it? So why is it saying this now? The question is: Is that really so obvious to everybody here that a verbal renouncing of a claim right works? So let's see why the Gemara assumed that and why the Gemara now rejects it. So the Gemara says like this. It says, This teaches you that even in Evid Ivri, the body is considered of possess, they're purchased, like owned by the master. And a master who just wants to be mochel on the money owed him, that doesn't work. Now, what does this mean? This is so important because the Gemara here, in two lines, with all this stuff about here, what Pasuk Tilan is from, is telling you a very important conceptual question about an Evid Ivri. I have been emphasizing that an Evid Ivri is not like an Evid Knani. You do not own the body of the Evid Ivri. But there are still two ways to understand why I'm entitled to this slave's um, uh, uh, you know, sort of um, a labor, right? One could be it's understood like a type of a contract and a debt. You owe me a thousand dollars, we've made a contract that you're going to pay off your debt by working for me and I'm entitled to demand that you work for me, etc. But fundamentally it's like, you know, it's a contract. Okay? 
there's another way of understanding it, which might, you know, entitle me not just, that, you know, to, to the contract might entitle me to compel you to work, right? You know, I mean, they have all these, like, labor laws, right? About, like, you know, about the, you know, like, but you can imagine that a contract says you're not allowed to take off. You're compelled to work for me and I'm entitled to your labor, but fundamentally it's a contract. I have a claim, you know, on you and it's a type of a contractual relationship. The other way is I actually own you, but I own you not as property. I own you for your labor. Right, so the model is, let's say I want to buy the fruit of your tree, okay? So you basically sell me the fruit and then it's a problem about they don't exist yet, right? Or, you know, do I own your tree, but not that I own it, that I can cut it down, I can own it. I own, the ownership I have entitles me to the fruit. It doesn't entitle me to the whole tree, to the whole title of the tree, but it entitles me to the fruit. And this is the question by Evan Ivory. Do I own you for your labor, but there's a sense of ownership, or am I, are you just obligated to work for me in a type of a contractual relationship? So the Gemara is saying is, the Navgamina, one way of testing that is, can I just say, forget it, I'm Mochel. So if you just have some contractual obligation to me, I can waive my rights. But if I actually own you, you do not depossess yourself of property without actively, without, you know, you can't just say, uh, you know, forget it, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't care about my car anymore, I waive my rights to my car. I, I have to do something, I, it's not a waiving of rights. For me to make my car not own my car, I would either have to sell it to you, or what I could do is I could be masquerade. Mm-hmm. So I could do something verbally, and Tosus does point that out. It is still possible to do something here verbally without a star, but the verbal thing would have to be, I I renounce ownership of my of my car. Okay, so that so you could do. You could do. So as you could do by an everyday. I could say I renounce my ownership of you. But what I can't do is I can't say I waive my rights. Okay, waiving my rights doesn't work because it's not just an issue of rights. It's an issue of ownership. You had a qu- you had a question. I was just going to say it's because of parallel to a husband's relationship to his wife's right, he can't married. Married. <laughs> right. Um, and that he doesn't own it, he can't sell it. Right. Whatever, but he does have rights. Right, and that is like that's a classic example of like a goof with payroach. Like he owns it for the fruit. Exactly. Yes, Charlie? Get back to the, the start, uh, Adam A. Kainu that sounds an awful like it's a securitization of loan that we do today. That to retreat a doc, a loan document something you can sell is just right. for real. Right, but normally halacha does not treat a shtarchov as shavakesa. That's why I'm surprised. I know. Yeah. So that is, is definitely a chiddish that's more sort of a little glossing over. Yes. You know, the last one I was going to ask uh, about kesef kedushin. So right. is a check considered valid? Is that shavakesa? No, so again, I, the answer is no, which makes the Gemara's presumption here that a star adame works as kesef very bizarre, which is why I pointed so it I out. Can, you know, so I, I can makadish my wife with, with uh, say, five cents, but I can't write Check for ten thousand dollars. Exactly, exactly. It has to be shavakesef, and there's something like is like is like is like you know is 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 uh, intrinsic value. Exactly. So it is strange the assumption of this gemara. But anyway, it's a very important conceptual question by an Evid Ivry. So again, Tosus points out it doesn't mean that being mafia wouldn't work. You could do it verbally. You could say I renounce my ownership. But the gemara's question was the star. If the star doesn't say I'm mafia my ownership. The star says. 
which is effectively saying, I waive my rights to you. And that does not work verbally. Verbally waiving of rights doesn't work because we're talking about here a real sense of ownership, not just a sense of rights. But writing in a shtar, that is seen as a different type of thing, as changing of a status, or maybe that then becomes interpreted as also renouncing ownership, and therefore it works. So the interesting idea of this bright is that a shtar works. It doesn't have even a, a pusuk to give it a basis of. It just is a log- logically based on the sense of ownership that you have on this person, so you can renounce that ownership through the star. But it gets to the heart about whether it's a real a sense of property ownership or not. Okay, now we go on. Next line of the Mishnah, Yisera love ama ivriya. So greater that in another way that somebody a, a, a Hebrew slave gets their freedom, a, 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 a girl slave is more than a man because she gets her freedom by simanim when she becomes an adult, when she has pubic hairs and she's you know over twelve years old. So the Gemara says like this: So he has a new one. If the father dies. She gets free based on a kavachomer. What's the kavachomer? When she gets simanim, she becomes a a naara. She's not out of the father's control. She's only out of the father's control when she's a bogeret. A nara does not make her out of the father's control. But that's enough to be an adult that gets her out of her master's control. The death of the father that frees her from the father's control. Should it get her out? Should, should that work to free her? Of course, that's a little absurd. Because who's the master at the time, right? So the reason the death of the father gets her out of the father's control is there's no longer the person who was, you know, possessing her, who was under, who was controlling her. Why that should work when she's now owned by this master is a little strange. But that's his kavachome. So now the rest of today's off, I mean, we're running out of time, but the whole rest of the next Talmud, we'll see how far we get, is to try to disprove Reish Lakish, that the death of the father does not free this girl who's owned by the master. Okay? So the Messiah is like this. Mesle, I'll ask you on this. Rav Hoshaya, Mesle, Rav Hoshaya, Rav Hoshaya asked, we have a bright, we have the mission. It says, Yeserol of Amivriya, and Amivriya has more ways of freeing herself. It says, Simanim. In Isa, and if what you're saying, Rish Lakish, is correct, say also that Nami Vriya goes free with the death of the father. That's also the way in, uh, in which she goes free. So the says, Tana Mashiach, yeah, it's an abbreviated list. It's a, it, left, it left a few things off. Now, the Gemara, that's never a good answer if it only left one thing off. Okay, if you, so, the Gemara always says, My Shia to High Shia. You can only say it left things off if it left something else off as well. You're not going to give a whole list minus one, one thing. So what else was left off that you could make the claim it's an incomplete list? So here, Mises Adon. Ah, it left off if the master dies. Because if the master dies, well, it's not obvious, okay? Because in a case of a normal Evid Ivri, if the master dies, he continues to work the six years for the sons. Okay? So that's another way in which she is different than an Evid Ivri. In Evid Ivri, the master dies, she works for, uh, the, the, the slave works for the sons, and by an Amevriya, she goes free. So there's two things now. Doesn't the stuff. son have to do Yud, potentially, or no? Is no. Probably no. There's no Yud there at all? Uh, no, the Yud is only when the other father's alive. Imishu Misos Adon, the says, no, that's not a good example. Lavshi or who? That was not something that was left off. There's a way in which the death of the master also applies to a case of a male slave. What's the case? This is an ironic halacha, but when it's an evidence nirtsa, the ear is pierced, 
Okay, in that case, the um, the um, hold on, wait a minute. Let me say I'm, I'm saying this right. Hold on. Um, no, 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 no. It's not that of Gondalo. Shh. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, no, I was right. I was right. In the case, I was right. I was right. Quiet. In the case of the Nirza, the halacha is the guy whose ear was pierced. The halacha is ironically that even though he's more permanently owned, as it were, if he dies, he does not work for the sons. Okay. So actually, you can understand this. Let me actually pause for a moment to make us appreciate because it's very ironic. If the guy is working six years and the father dies, he continues to work for the sons. If he did the piercing of the of the of the ear and now he's going to work for I don't know, until the Yovel for another forty years, he doesn't continue to work for the son. So the logic is the following, is that when I'm only working for six years, it's much more like a contract, a contractual relationship. I have six years of service. So just because the guy dies, I still owe six years of service, so I continue to pay it off after the son. But if I'm a nirza, I'm much more looked at like property. And therefore, dafka, I don't go past onto the son, because to pass onto the son, that's exactly why it's not. Is because the Torah is, as opposed to Evetnani, is, is, is making a point that, the, that this person is not property. Even though he's near son, he's going to work till the Yovel, he's still not property. And that's why Dafka doesn't get passed on to the sons. That's the way I understand it. Anyway, so the Gemara says, since there's a case by the man, that the man also goes free, Benisa Sa'adon, so it's not a, a, a difference between the woman and the man. So when the Mishnah is mentioning the differences between the woman and the man, you only have now, according to Yerush Lakish, you, why was this case of the death of the father left off. There's nothing else that was left off. So the Gemara says, um, the Ella Nisni, so why didn't it say, according to Rich Lakish, the death of the father? Okay, so we have a different answer. Forget it was an abbreviated list. A new answer why it was left off. It teaches something that is fixed, not something that's unfixed. Meaning, you don't know if the father will die, right? When is the father going to die? Will the father die before the girl becomes an adult? That you don't know. But the other things you do know. What are the things you do know? I mean, Kesef, you always have the right to do Kesef, and you know how much Kesef, you know, uh, what was the other things? Uh, what was the way she comes Three. Oh, six years. Yovel, those are all things that are predictable and known. Okay, Simanim, you know, a girl becomes an adult, although the Gemara is about to question that. But the death of the father is very up in the air. Will that happen? You can't, you can't control whether that's going to happen and so on. So the Gemara says, one minute, Simanim, you don't know when the girl will show signs of puberty. So you don't know what the, there's no upper limit. You know, she could be 13 before or 14 before she has those signs. But there's a lower limit. You know it can't happen, you know, before a certain age. Okay, before the age of 12. So Tatanya, you we're past 12 then. You're yeah, yeah she doesn't have pubic hairs. Correct. It's not a question of age. It's a question of adult, of, of having these physical, age with the physical signs of maturity. Titania is on the Brisa. Bentisha Shonim Shehevi Arot Shuma. If a, now here's a bright about a boy, but the same idea would be about a girl. If he's under nine years old and he has two pubic hairs, then even if those hairs remain Till he becomes twelve or thirteen or whatever, they're inconsequential. They're a mole or something. Exactly. They have, they're of no significance. Let's say the hairs grow between nine and twelve, and then they stay on him once he hits twelve. This bright sounds like the, that being in the thirteenth year would count for a boy. 
Odin Bow, and they're still on him during the 13th year. So, according to the Tanakama Shuma, that's also inconsequential. The hairs have to grow after he turned 13, or after he entered his 13th year. No, 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 no. If they grew even between the age of 9 and 12, that also counts, as long as they're still on him. If it's Ben Yudgimoshan of Yomechad, if they grew once he was 13, everybody says it's Siman. Now, of course, the Brita is contradictory about whether, what's the story at, in, 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 you know, during the 13th year. It sounded initially that once he's 12 years in one day, he can be an adult, and then by the end it said only when he's 13 years in one day. So the Gemara Nida deals with that, okay, but the bottom line for us is, there is some minimum age by which the pubic hairs are insignificant, under which the growth of the pubic hairs. So at least it's more fixed, there's a more sense of the time when this happens than the idea of the death of the father. So Reishwakish's answer is, we're, not, we're going to mention, you know, puberty, because there's at least a general range of time that happens, and we're not going to mention death of the father, which is very non-specific. Okay? So that's why death of the father is not on the list. So, so Matziv of Sheshis, or we're still going to try to disprove Reishwakish. So Sheshis asks, so Shimon Omer, Arba Ma'anikim Lehem, okay, there are four scenarios in which you do this Ha'anaka, you, you know, laden down the slave who's going free with all of this, all these gifts. Right? Hanek tanik lo. So, four scenarios you would do it. Gimel be'ish for gimel be'isha. Three you find by a woman and three you find by, three by man, three by a woman. Meaning, so, no, 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 no. Because there's overlap. Okay? They're meaning, okay, let's see, Charlie, let's see if you can figure this one out. Okay. Ish and isha. Okay? Here's one and one and then there are two that are shared. Okay? So there are four, three by man and three by woman. Okay, okay, uh, uh, okay, um, okay. Neither of them has all four. Lefi, which are the ones that you don't have? You have one not by other. simanin So the one that works by the isha, not the ish, is simanin. Okay, and that you're obviously not going to, and that doesn't have by the man. simanin um, the Ein Ritziah Isha, and this is the case of the Evet who's the Nirtzah and he goes free during the Yovel okay and, but you don't have the case of a Nirtzah by a woman okay it's only by a man and the two, other two we'll discuss later but anyway the point is the only thing it has by a woman that it doesn't have by a man is Simanim it doesn't have the death of the father okay so it says um, the Im Isaf, what Reshaki is saying is correct. Nisni Nami Misa Sha'av. Mention also the death of the father. Tichite Mahachanami Tani Vashir. It's an abbreviated list. So, besides the question about what else are we leaving off to make it abbreviated, the Arbaktani, when it gives a number, four, and it's obviously tre- clearly trying to enumerate, and it sounds like there's only four ways, it's clear there's not a fifth way. You'll give the other answer. Oh, we're only dealing with things that have more fixed times in which they occur. One minute, Simon doesn't have a fixed time. Oh, we have Rasafra's answer. It doesn't have a fixed time. Uh, an upper fixed time, but it has a lower fixed time. One minute. One of the things that are in these two, we don't know what they are, but one of them is mitat ha'adon. Okay? That works for the girl when the father dies, and it works, we said, in the case of the nirtza, mitat adon works. Okay? And maybe we even think, okay, so that doesn't have a fixed time. So if misas adon is mentioned here, why isn't misa sa'av? Okay? You know what? Misa Zadon isn't in there. Okay? 
That, so if that's true, what are the four? So now we're going to list the four and we'll show Mises Adon is not. So Arba Mainihu, Shanim V'Yovel. Okay, so the two that are shared here is Shanim and Yovel, right? Six years and the Yovel. Those are the shared. Okay, so Shanim V'Yovel. Um, the Yovel show Ritziah. And here is the case of the, the Nirtza, oh, I, I'm sorry, I put Misa Sa'adon here. The Gemara first, when it said Misa Sa'adon, it thought it was in the list, thought it was the case of Misa Sa'adon by the Nirtza. Remember I told you that in that case the man also goes free if he's a Nirtza and the father dies? So when it said Nirtza by the Ish, it thought it meant Misa Sa'adon. So it said, ah, if it has Misa Sa'adon, it should have Misa Sa'az. And the answer is, no, 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 that's not the case of Nirtza. The case of Nirtza going free is when the Yovel hits the Nirtza. So this is a Yovel during the six years, and this is a Yovel of the Nirtza. Okay, but Misa Sa'adon is not in this list. And we're explaining that the reason Misa Sa'av is not, and Misa Sa'adon is not, is Ein Lo Kitzvah. So we've defended Reish Lakish. There's a reason Misa Sa'av is not in this list. Okay? Shani V'yovel, V'yovel Shel Ritzi'ah. Tami V'yovel B'simanim, Hachanami Mistav. It makes sense that those are the four being referred to. Tektani Seifa, Ieta Yocholomer Arba Be'echad Mehem. L'fisha Ein Simanim Be'ish, Fein Ritzi'ah Be'isha. Okay, so you can't say four. Neither one of them has all four. But if it were true that we were actually talking about, if this was talking not about Yovel, but if this was talking about Mita Adon, right? And that's what we thought initially, that the Nirta was Mita Adon. says, that's not true that that's only by the Ish. Because Mita Adon also works by the Isha. So clearly, Misa Sardon is not here. Because if Misa Sardon were here, it would be true both by the Ish and the Isha. So it must be the case of Nirza is the Yovel of the Nirza. And this is the Yovel during the six. And we don't have Misa Sardon because that's not a sixth time. And it's not predictable. And if we don't have Misa Sardon, it also explains why we don't have Misa Sa'av. So we've been able to defend Reish Lakish why Misa Sa'av is not on that list. Okay? Shmamina. Okay, so we'll end with that, but we're going to continue tomorrow to see if we can managed to disprove Rachel Lakish. Yeah. Yeah. There is a good question whether a do- whether.